Yes, we are back. Back on the air once again. Hi, you're listening to SSD and DRAM News, sponsored by a Pacer. This is one of the few podcasts on the web where you can tune in to hear a recap of the latest news in the NAND flash memory industry. I'm your host, Frank Henville, and I'd like to thank all our returning listeners for tuning in again. With that preamble behind us, Let's plow straight ahead and take a look at our first news story of the day. Anyone who tuned into SSD and DRAM news last month might recall that I talked about a Pacer's representatives attending the trade show known as Supercomputing. This year's event was also referred to as SC22. Well, I wasn't able to attend that show in person, but according to my many industry contacts, including my co-workers, it was a great success, and contained many important technology reveals. So today we're going to do a little recap on SC22 for anyone else who was unable to attend in person. Many new technologies were on display. NVMe was, unsurprisingly, well represented, as well as the new companion technology, NVMe-OF, the last two letters of which refer to over-fabrics, meaning Ethernet and fiber channels. ASUS presented G-RAID technology, while Tyann's booth showcased PLEOPS technology. There was also a special zone for Compute Express Link, also known as CXL. There, the future timeline for CXL 1.1, 2.0, and 3.0 was laid out in detail. Liquid hosted a CXL demo, and Unifabrics demonstrated CXL 3.0. Micron was also seen demonstrating CXL, not in the designated zone, but at its own booth. Like at previous supercomputing shows, the Top 500 and IO500 lists were unveiled. These competing lists provide rankings of the most powerful supercomputing installations around the world each using its own methods for benchmarking and evaluation. And accounts vary, but most estimates put exhibitors at over 300 and physical attendees of the show at over 11,000. Quite a turnout in Dallas, Texas. Congrats to SC22 on an amazing show after the difficult COVID period. Let's move on to another ongoing story which is really making waves in the digital storage world. Broadcom has moved to acquire VMware for the equivalent of 61 billion US dollars in cash and stock. As part of the terms of the proposed merger, 
Broadcom would rebrand and operate as VMware. But it isn't a done deal yet. Far from it. As we were going to press with this podcast, word came down from the UK Competition and Markets Authority that they were going to investigate the proposed acquisition. The invitation to comment period by the CMA has already begun and will continue until December 6th of this year. There had already been stories in the press that Broadcom was moving to fast-track the antitrust approval process in the EU. Various unnamed sources told Reuters that Broadcom would cite AWS, Microsoft, and Google as competitors. Claiming that this proposed deal is small by comparison to these existing giants. Now, that said, not everyone in the tech world is a fan of the potential merger. VMware already has a massive customer base, which may be wary of Broadcom's approach in the future. Tracy Wu, a senior analyst at Forrester, was quoted as saying, Following the purchases of CA, CA and Symantec, Broadcom raised prices, decreased support, and stopped investing in innovation. VMware customers would be wise to have an exit plan. Naturally, Broadcom executives countered this narrative, saying in a blog post, We are approaching the post-closing planning phase of the transaction process with an open mind while drawing from the lessons learned from our previous acquisitions of CA and Symantec Enterprise. VMware President Sumit Dawan echoed these statements, saying to VMware's 35,000-plus employees, let's not assume that just because they have done what they have done with Symantec and CA, is something that they intend to do with VMware, because we've heard quite the opposite so far. The storage industry will be watching closely to see what steps are taken in this potential deal. Let's close today by looking at a few of Pacer products since S&D and DRAM News is, after all, sponsored by a Pacer. Previously in this space, we've talked more about a Pacer's industrial products. Since those can be intimidatingly complicated in certain ways, I wanted to try, as your host, to explain them more simply and make them more approachable. So, at this point in time, when many DDR4 users are considering an upgrade to DDR5, I wanted to shine a spotlight on a couple of currently available commercial products from a pacer that provi provide an affordable and user-friendly path to this upgrade. The first is aimed at power gamers and is known as the Knox DDR5 Gaming Memory Module. The slogan for this product is Overclock the Future, and with good reason. 
It delivers a data rate twice as high as any DDR4 module and also consumes less energy. Having two channels instead of one offers greater efficiency and reliability. And the on-die ECC improves reliability even more. Gamers are sure to notice a difference. It's a serious step up in terms of power. The second is a DDR5-4800 desktop memory module. This device offers greater capacity, allowing for smooth and effortless multitasking. Even when carrying out extremely high-performance tasks, such as editing 4K or 8K videos, this module offers the speed and support that modern professionals demand. And in the post-COVID environment, video or photo editors may also find themselves working from home and carrying out Zoom calls or other processor-intensive tasks even while in the middle of an editing session. Anyone who absolutely can't afford a crash during a professional meeting would be wise to check out this product and the performance upgrades it offers. So, that's it for today. If you're interested in upgrading to DDR5, be sure to ask your local retailer or online supplier about a Pacer's Knox DDR5 gaming memory module or the DDR5-4800 desktop memory module. Whichever suits your needs better. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll be back next month with another informative and exciting episode of SSD and DRAM News, sponsored by a Pacer.